stiff arm to crack out a great good match right there. Fighting through contact, fighting through drop into line, beating the double team, multiple moves stacked into one. Just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Blewett's Blitz, the 32nd edition of Blewett's Blitz. I am Joe Blewett. Um, 24 plays of Quincy Wilson today. This is a YouTube Jets X Factor uh, subscriber exclusive, not putting it out on Twitter um, or an article form just in the, just for time's sake, uh, just because I have a decent amount to do. Um, doing Quincy Wilson today. Uh, also recording Hogan today, then finishing up some Gore film, and then Gore should be out in a couple of days as well. Um, the quick update to the YouTube live show, uh, which I'm legitimately excited for, uh, is going to be, I don't know what, when you guys are going to listen to this, but hopefully it's a couple of days before that at least, I'll give you a couple of days to prepare. The YouTube live is going, going to be September 2nd at 6 p.m., September 2nd, 6 p.m., uh, YouTube, it's going to be on Jets X Factor. So if you type in Jets X Factor, subscribe there. It's it's the Jet X uh, logo. Um, the call in number uh, is going to be 818-794-7004. Again, that's September 2nd, 6 p.m. Call in is 818-794-7004. Um, really, really excited to, to talk to some people. Um, like I said, even if it's not over the phone, uh, just hearing, you know, or, or people typing to us and asking questions and interacting, I, I, I think would be pretty fun to do. And then if we get a good response, um, maybe it'll be a a monthly thing or every other month. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe not weekly. That that depends. Um, but at least maybe once a month type of thing, where we can do a call in instead of um, just doing strictly film, which is fine. I, I obviously like film. That's that's why I'm doing this. But maybe we should interact a little bit more. So if we get a good response, which I'm hoping we do or at least a decent one, I'll, uh, I'll look into to doing a little bit more so then you guys get more content. So uh, even just showing up in the chat room and, and saying a few things would, would show support. So I appreciate that. Uh, also got a five-star review or five-star rating. So I appreciate that. Again, ratings and reviews help me grow, uh, which leads to more content for you guys and, and better quality content in the future. Um, JorB31 on Twitter posting a, a new Asura today, the end of it. Uh, by the time you hear this, it's going to be already posted for, for probably a day or two. Um, YouTube, Blue It's Blitz, if you're listening on the podcast app, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, Blue It's Blitz on the podcast app, again, go to either other side that you don't usually um, consume this content on and either drop a rating, like, subscribe, whatever it may be. Um, again, with the uh, weekly thing of the Pickums, uh, if you are interested in that, uh, email me, Joe, period, uh, blew it b-l-e-w-e-t-t at jetsxfactor.com jets j-e-t-s-x factor.com no spaces um and other than that the jets x shop wearing the uh the, the jet x shirt uh sabo nani and blew it that's pretty simple so um like i said we're going to this is a youtube exclusive jet x exclusive um in terms of it's not gonna be on twitter it's not gonna be anything like that uh these reviews and i said it with the last one i did which was of cager these are pretty rough draft type reviews where like my strengths and weaknesses i did them but i didn't look into them as as well i did i did look into them as, as uh, with as much detail but i didn't see as many games so like usually i'll weigh them and, and see 
Um, but for Quincy Wilson, I watched 2019. He didn't really play a ton of snaps in terms of like getting over 50% of snaps in any game. So I watched 2018, week one, week seven, week 10, week 11, week 12, week 13, week 15, uh, 24 years old, 6'2", 193. So good size in life. Uh, second round pick, uh, 46 overall in 2017. Strengths, um, this is what I listed. Size, length, um, decent speed, athletic for size, uh, loose hips, quick feet, ball skills, patient with feet uh, committing deep, um, which I put question marks on. So like usually I put question marks on. I'm not, I'm not like overly sold on those traits. So a couple of those had a, had a, those question marks with loose hips, um, patient with feet committing, committing deep, um, which I don't think that's necessarily true after I watch a little bit more. Acceleration, burst out of breaks, physical or physicality, will hit, get involved in run, definitely. Um, size to play man on tight end. Uh, I prefer him overall on bigger players. The more shifty guys are going to give him problems, but on bigger players, I, I think he's relatively successful. Um, he had versatility, which I'll talk about in a little bit, but uh, he will squeeze into the players on the sideline. His phys- his physicality and stacking and shedding wide receivers is good. Um, when he's in press, he gets physical in the drive stem phase, which is good. Uh, tackling, I think, is overall pretty good. He's a, he's a pretty hard hitter. And versatility, like I said, he did drop in hook zones as a corner, which is a little bit um, out of their normal uh, responsibilities. He played man on tight ends. So he's almost like a corner safety hybrid. Um, to me, I, that's, that's how I think he'll be used a little bit more with the Jets. So they have a couple players who are pretty versatile. Like if the Jets wanted to, let's say hypothetically, which we're going to do, you know, like I said, September 2nd, 6 p.m., um, me and Kyler and do that, our 53-man roster predictions. And again, I want to interact with you guys. Um, that show, theoretically, the, the Jets could carry seven corners. Because if you look at the roster right now, um, there's a decent amount of guys there who they've they've invested in. Uh, obviously, you have the the top couple guys in terms of pool, um, who's not going to get cut or anything like that. You have Bless Austin, who's not going to get cut. Um, you have Desir. You have Mallette, who's been like a spot, a spot starter. You have Hall, who's not going to get cut. Um, and then you have Wilson, who they just traded for, so you doubt he's going to get cut. And then Hairston, they traded for last year, so can they carry seven? They might. And then they may, maybe they only carry three safeties because of that, because Wilson has some flexibility to play um, man on tight ends and play some safety roles. You also have a guy in Ashton Davis who could play a little bit of a corner role at times. So they have some flexibility with their secondary. Remember, they only carry three safeties, but some of their corners can play safety-type roles. So it's going to be interesting to see how they really divvy up this roster. And it's a good thing, obviously, that Quincy Wilson has that flexibility. Now, in terms of his weaknesses, I said he's a little bit grabby, needs needs to get hands-on, um, tends to get weight on heels, open hips too soon, inconsistent leverage, angles, hips off, and off coverage. Um, punches thrown or punches thrown off balance and press eyes back to the quarterback early and off coverage, which I hate, uh, false steps and needs to crowd breaks and releases jumping and coverage, mental lapses and needs more patient in feet at line. Again, these are relatively rough draft types type stuff. Um, I'm not saying I didn't just throw any effort into it at all. That's, that's, that's not the case at all. So I don't want to make it seem like that, but let's get into this film again, 24 plays. Uh, this is going to be pretty quick. Uh, I think with Hogan, I only have like 19 plays. Maybe I'm going to check really quick while I say that. Yeah, 19 plays. Uh, Wilson, I only have 24. So again, all these all these reviews, I, I know that people obviously rather see Quinn and Williams and Darnold and, and stuff like that. Um, so maybe next offseason, I'll focus on the bigger name free agents and bigger 
I'll always do all the draft class because I love watching the draft class, but maybe I'll focus on the bigger guys. But I like to um, break down guys who people have never seen before. That's that's what I enjoy doing. Um, also, with Frank Gore coming, I've been watching some of his film. I'm going to finish it today. Uh, he's he's not he's not done. Like he he still has something in the tank. There's a, there's a reason he's still on the team. Is, is what I'll say about him. So um, I watched the games where he actually got run, where he wasn't running just you know uh, face mask right into a back of the offensive lineman because it was third and one and that's what that's when they were running him so let's look at the first play of Quincy Wilson pull it up Wilson bottom cover two uh widens reads two so yeah and, and his role like I said it's gonna be pretty interesting to see what he what he does um, again, you could play him in man on tight ends. You could play him in hook zones. I think he's a good t- uh, cover two corner. I don't love his long speed for like a uh, cover three press or, or if he has to match a guy like cover four because he does open his hips up a little bit too early and he's a little bit too antsy and jumpy in off coverage. So I think playing him near the line of scrimmage, um, whether it be split out wider in the box, I think that's the best way to play him. So uh, I want to see him manned up by, on guys. I want to see him in cover two. If he is going to play cover three, um, I'm not sure if he's the best fit in a, in a cover three type type role, um, but cover two press, I, I think that's when they're going to sub him in um, or to play man on tight ends. Again, if you have Quincy Wilson over the tight end or over the slot and you have Marcus May and Ashton Davis and, you know, uh, pool all in that area, like they can all do, they're all versatile. Like the Jets don't have obviously the, the top end talent that some other teams have, but they have versatility. That That is for sure on this team, which is, which is pretty, pretty exciting to, to break down this defense this year. And I will be for hopefully 16 weeks as the NFL season goes on. Um, so like I said, it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, cover two. Okay. So again, um, He's they have they have the, they're like this tray set where it's like the it's like the trips with the with the tight end, you call it like Y trips. Um, he's a little bit more pressed inside right here just because the receiver is tighter. So he has he's reading the the one to the two. So he has to um, maintain outside leverage of the one. But if the one is tight inside, you don't want to be too far outside. So he's condensed a little bit inside. Um, the quarterback obviously drops back. He he takes his exit angle. He widens. And you can see, I like his eyes right here where he's widening um, to help out this. Uh, he's helping out the safety, obviously, because this is like, even though he doesn't get hands on, he is, he's rerouting him because the receiver is going to widen out because he's widening out. And while he's doing that, he's reading the number two um, at the same time. The quarterback goes a different way, but it, it's, it's a little play to start in terms of, okay, cover two, you know, widening out, um, reading his, his keys. He's pretty patient and underneath coverage with cover two. I mean, at least in this play, um, they dump it off in a different way. But that's the first play. Uh, I don't remember doing that play. But like I said, these these are all I didn't I didn't do anything with them. Just recorded them and said, okay, I'm going to talk about them on the show at least a little bit. But these are going to be more quick hitters. So next play, Wilson bottom opens beat. Okay, so he's obviously on the bottom. He's an open. So a few issues here is one, he's in no man's land. I talk about it all the time. Uh, the ball is on the 31 and he's playing on like the 32 and a half, 33. And this guy's a little bit farther back. So he's three yards off again, either play off, take your read steps or press him. And if you're going to press him, you could be aggressive with your press or you could play in soft shoe. You can get your shuffle in before you get your hands on, or you could play aggressively and shoot your hands before you get your shuffle in. Um, but you, this, this no man's coverage is not, is not good. Obviously the wide receiver stems at him immediately. He's opening up the gate. 
Now opening up the gate, a good, a good receiver, especially if they're going to take the outside, they're just going to blow right past you. They're not going to widen out. Um, as you see in my, on my, on my mouse, um, they're just going to run right through that, that open hip. I mean, because again, you don't have the force to block them basically from, from working upfield like that, because now you're only working past uh, arms, you're not working past hips. Um, RC your stems on him, opens his hips. The receiver widens out a little bit, so I'm going to say this receiver does not look like he's the best receiver in the world to me, um, but it is okay. Uh, Quincy Wilson, again, doesn't get hands-on, opens up, is now running deep with the guy. He never really gets hands-on. The wide receiver breaks. One, two, three, four. Not a bad break. Eh, it's okay, break. Works back to the ball, and it could have easily been a completion. Um, obviously, the quarterback got some pressure, but – because he never gets hands on because he opens his gate. Um, there's no, there's no contact on the, on the route stem on the drive phase before his, the top of his route. Um, so he has no contact point to feel that break coming. If he were to get into his hips a little bit more, he would feel this route break coming. Um, he does a relatively good job selling deep. Um, and he'd also, if he did have a hand on, he'd also slingshot himself back um, into position. He doesn't, the receiver could have been obviously a hit now, 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 but three, the quarterback uh, scrambles for almost the first down. So don't want to, you want to see more contact in that, in that, in that drive phase and routes them. All right. BS pen, decent rep, cover three ISO side. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I marked this as ISO side because the way he's opening um, up, you'd ideally, if they are on the, the bottom of the screen here, he's going to open up inside and then funnel everything inside but because he's on the ISO side. It becomes more of just a straight up man coverage because he has no number two threat, no number three threat, anything like that. So um, obviously you can see too what this game is. He's hindered a little bit by the club on his hand. So he's, you could press. It's not as easy with the club. Um, so you do give him that little bit of benefit of the doubt. But again, don't like his leverage in terms of being off. Um, and that no man's land, I don't like this. This is more of a false step than a kick step. A kick step is more lateral. Um, which is which is kind of uh, not negates, but doesn't it doesn't it, it 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 eliminates the false the the false step where it's like this, or you have the jump split with both feet wide and out. You get on your heels and now you're off balance because your your feet are too wide. But this is an actual false step. Gets right onto it. Well, unless he's unless he's planning on just bailing at the beginning, but I don't I don't like that coverage. You know, I get disguising it, but now your weight's onto your heels. Um. So I don't love that initial phase. I like that his eyes don't fall for the um, stab inside by by AJ Green right here. So it's good to see that he's on AJ Green and he has a decent rep. But um, so I like I like his his patience right here with his eyes not not falling for the inside. Opens up. Now my only problem with him not with backpedaling and opening up. Now I like the eyes part, but right now if 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 this were like a diamond release or we take like three steps outside, break inside, there's he, he AJ Green can cut inside right here, like a like right. At this at this point, one two. If he's the plan right here, he's inside. But um, it doesn't happen. Quincy Wilson stays over the top. You see some hand fighting. Um, Wilson gets his left hand onto the shoulder. Con continued hand fighting, tracking his eyes. He's not looking back for the ball, which is good. And again, trying to get position over top of that inside arm because if the if he is going to go for the ball now with Quincy Wilson's hand over top of him, it's going to impede him going up. So good job trying to get your hand over the top right here. And somebody's like, oh, and somebody commented. And I'm not trying to shit on anybody. I'm, I'm here to just discuss. People, oh, well, you know, I hate when corners don't get their eyes back to the ball. I'm going to give him credit here for not getting his hands back, his eyes back to the ball. 
when you are beat and he has a little bit and, and obviously you're running full speed and AJ Green's a little bit faster than Wilson. Um, he's rocking my number 31. Um, you you want to play through the ball. You want to play through the hands. You want to you want to play through the 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 triangle when they go to catch it. You want to punch through their hands, rip it out. You want to punch through the hands. Um, you you don't want to swipe at the ball. You want to cover their eyes, whatever you can do. But when you're beat, you don't want to look back to the ball because you're going to lose the guy and it's going to go right over your head. You're not going to be able to either one play the hands or tackle. That's that's the two things about playing through the wide receiver is obviously you know the, 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 at the minimum make the tackle. Two, you're not going to be able to play the ball if you're running full speed um, and beat. So you want to play the hands and the eyes because you're not going to be in position to, to jump and intercept this. Like right here, he's obviously not – he wouldn't be in position. So I like that he's playing the hands. I like that he's getting trying to get his arm over the top. Once he sees A.J. Green's hands go up for the ball, he tries to – he dives and swat at the hands. There's a pass interference call. I think that's bullshit. I think it's complete bullshit. What is he supposed to do right here? It's, this, this is not pass I think they saw him jump and then both fall. When in reality, AJ Green dive for, or dove for the ball. So bullshit penalty, uh, decent coverage overall on AJ Green right there from from Wilson. Again, pretty soft call. Four, uh, beaten man, beat beat uh, beaten man on fade attack. Yeah, they might have been attacking like this 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 club right here, because um, this is and this is man coverage. Now my problem here is there's a, there's a few things with with uh, his alignment. One, you're in the red zone. There's a ton of traffic inside. Play with outside leverage. He he is inside leverage right here. That's that's the first issue. Second issue, his feet are too wide. You're not he he's not in a position right here to react quickly. They're side to side. This is this is too wide. You want to see them about shoulder width. This is much farther. Now the third problem, his hands. Too too low. You're you're not throwing anybody again. You want to see them almost like an offensive lineman. You want to see them nice and tight. You can shoot from, just like a boxer. Think about where a boxer's hands are. That's where you want them. His hands are too low. Third problem. Um, I think he's a little bit too far off. But if he was, if he was, actually, I'm not going to say that because if he was outside, it would it would it would be a little bit better. But there's three initial problems right off the bat for me. So if I was his coach, this is what I would tell him. Um, again, I'm not. You know, but. Uh, you know, that is what it is. So, the receiver literally just uses a hop step, a really slow hop step, and his hands are even ready for this. So, in this scenario, look at – yeah. see, I don't like the receiver here either. A good corner right here, look at all this time, this dead time in this route, that he could have jammed the shit out of him. Now, e even if the receiver won this – like, so this is one of those plays where if I was watching this receiver's film – and he wins this, I'd be like, okay, but not versus anybody good, to be honest. Like, this is, a, this is not a good play for, for Wilson. So, he should have jammed them that entire time. Now, I'm fine with, with, the, with the jam. Like, this, like, well, actually, I'm really not. The jam needs to be more uh, aggressive. If you're going to step up like this and you're going to be off balance, now look how much he's widening out. You better make sure you jam the shit out of him with that hand if, if you're going to be going this slow. He needs to hit him here, 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 here. Now it's late. Now you open your hips. He's already trying to go outside. So now he's going to take that open hip, wipes your hand away, looks back to the ball, easy catch. Way too easy on Wilson right there. Alignment, uh, his, his, yeah, his alignment, the hands, the base, the, the, the press he tries to um, – where he should really, if he is stepping up like this, he should stab – get back to balance, shuffle. But he's – it's just way too lackadaisical right here. 
And obviously this is a little bit, I think it's a little bit in slow motion, but um, not, not good press rep right there on the, on the goal line. Again, a little bit of inconsistency. He's not going to be the Jets for, for, uh, first corner. He's not going to be the second corner. He's not going to be the third corner. Uh, he's probably not going to be the fourth corner. He might be the fifth or sixth guy. So just understand that. Um, now he offers some versatility. That's interesting. Okay. So he's up top. He's in off coverage. Looks like they're playing um, a three buzz. And again, so you have the receiver who's stemming at you. If anything, you want to, you want to, you want to shoot a little bit outside and funnel stuff inside. Um, he's a little bit too heads up to me and he's heads up with his hips angled inside already. So for him to get back outside on this receiver, if he, if he were to widen out um, outbreak, he's going to either have to make a really good hip turn or, or speed turn. Um, and it's going to be a, a difficult position. So he's already playing in a position where he's angling his hips off when he's too far to the inside. If you're going to angle your hips off, be a little bit farther outside. So if he were to cut outside or try to get outside of you, you're already, you're already positioning yourself where you have the, the flexibility to get outside because you have the leverage advantage outside. But you can't be playing heads up um, and off coverage with your hips angled off like this because of exactly what happens. The receiver stems at him, stabs him inside, which looks like A.J. Green. Um, he's in a shitty position to try to get back outside because of, like I said, his, where his hips were pointed. Um, and he falls down. Now if the quarterback were to see, were to see this, if he stayed there for a second, he, he leads him right here and it's a touchdown. So, or it could be a touchdown. So uh, you can see the, re the receiver is, is clearly frustrated after that. He, he wanted the ball right there because for good reason, because, because Quincy Wilson did not play that well um, up top. Again, there's me some good plays and bad plays. This is another bad play, bad leverage, uh, bottom cover two. Okay, so too easy. Um, this is another scenario where um, cover two, he's, he's playing curl to flat. The, they, they run a double, double ends, Panther concept, you can call it. That's what I call it. And again, so initially, the, the, the first rep we saw, or one of the first reps we saw, he was, he was pressed more inside into cover two because the guy was farther inside. Now he's too far outside. Look how, look how far he's shooting in outside right here. You have help over the top. You have help um inside kind of so you definitely want to funnel everything inside reroute them um but you can't be playing this far outside there's there's i don't know if he's looking back at the quarterback here i don't know what's happening but he's stemming up field and this is wide open grass you have the two threat who if you're reading him too at the same time if i get your peripheral vision he's breaking inside if he's breaking inside on a, on a two receiver set right here he now he's like your only threat just completely match him so he's breaking inside match him and even if not, you have to get some type of hands on him. So he, he stays way too wide. A.J. Green breaks inside. Uh, Freaking nice catch by A.J. Green. But this is way too easy for him. For him. I, don't, I don't know why he hops, hops, hops outside <laughs> uh, and just lets him take the inside from him. He can't, that can't happen. So his leverage needs to be more consistent, clearly. Um, needs to have smooth feet, hands on. I think he's right here. He's in press on 85, which is Clay from 2018. It's a fumble. Um, so I'm okay with this, like, um, actually, what kind of defense is it, though? It's like a – I don't know what kind of defense this is. It looks like he's in man coverage. 
I should have labeled that for myself, but I didn't. Um, I'm okay with like the two LOS, like the, the angled off um, on, the, on the tight end. Um, he's a little bit flexed out, but uh, it's really forcing him inside this leverage that he's taking. So I'm okay with it. Um, but it depends if it was more zone. If it's more man, I want to see more heads up. So I, the thing with this, though, is I don't like how much he opens his hips. Like, he completely opens his hips right here. You see how his hips are completely open? He's really giving this guy the, the clay the inside. So he just has to get past 53's level and break inside of him um, to get open. Um, now, he has to obviously adjust his route stem because 53 kind of almost like hip tracks him. Um, but Quincy Wilson plays that a little bit too far over, um, inside. And he, you see the good burst to get back over top of him. But you just see kind of like like almost like clunky footwork right here. Like his feet aren't really like very smooth right there. Um, and, he, and he panics a little bit where, like I said, I, I would like to see him stay. I'm fine with, with lining up outside. I just don't want the, the hips to be as open as they are. If anything, take advantage of 53 and shuffle him inside and, and funnel him to 53. Now he gets the – like, like he funnels him inside. Now he's jammed up by 53 and him. and He has nowhere to go. Now you're over the top. But he kind of – he opens up to, to run deep too early. Um, and the tight end, you know, if, if the quarterback were to see this, he can hit him right here. He could have, he could have been hit. So it was okay coverage. Now the ball is um, hit out and Quincy Wilson is able to recover it um, and run back for a near touchdown, but he does not get back. Um, so again, some things to fix, you know, good fumble recovery, good awareness there, but um, overall his coverage needs to be a little bit better there. Offhand jam, PI, squeeze. Okay, so I guess this was called a PI. So, uh, like Marcus likes the the offhand jam. Um, a little bit less of an exaggerated false step right here. He's on. He's in man coverage on Kelvin Benjamin. Again, it. So he's playing like more soft shoe, obviously, where he's going to get his shuffles in and then press. So um, this is a better rep for him, where his weight are on onto his heels but he's a little bit more patient in, in opening his hips as the receiver is getting more to his level. So you can see he opens his hips, but now it'll be a little bit harder for him to cut underneath, especially with a bigger guy. Bigger guy, you have a little bit more flexibility with that stuff. Um, Calvin, uh, Calvin Benjamin's obviously, you know, big. Um, so a little bit more patient here, a little bit more unbalanced. Even though his weight does go back, you can see his, his shoulders are still mostly over his toes, so a better job with that. Offhand jam, lands the offhand jam into the shoulder. Show some decent length. Obviously, uh, uh, Benjamin's pushing back, but he's able to stay over the top. Offhand jam. Runs with them deep. Benjamin wipes the hand away. Again, hand fighting. Good job getting the hand fighting. Now he's playing. He's going to play through the ball and through the receiver. Um, and he's going to go back and play the ball. Now, okay, so this wasn't a PI on Wilson. This should have been a PI on ben Benjamin. So he's in good position right here. He literally is hip to hip for him, looks back for the ball, and, and Benjamin clearly extends. You can see right here, pushes him off, which throws him into the, you know, up, up the field onto his ass. Um, and Benjamin uh, gets, catches it and looks okay. Okay, you know, PFF, is this a bad play by, by, by Wilson? I don't think it's a bad play by Wilson. There's a clear PI there that, you know, he could have clearly, at this point, if he doesn't push off, played the ball. So not a bad play by Wilson, a push off by the receiver. I actually like that play overall from Wilson. So I'm going to give that a plus on what from other sites is probably a negative. Cover two, jam, shuffle. There we go. That's okay. So um, 
again, the the one thing I'm I I could criticize and I will criticize is, um, I would like to see him a little bit tighter. I don't, I don't know if this guy's off the line scrimmage or on the line scrimmage. I would like to see him a little bit choked up on him, because I can you can see he does get a little bit off balance. Where like really good receiver would uh would stab him inside like this and then explode and chop through this this uh this outside arm to beat him. So that's a possibility here. Um, so I'd watch that. And then also with this, he has to be really careful with his hips inside like this and then shooting two hands on him. He's really, really locking his hips. But you can see at this point, he's not super on, on balance because his, his hips are, or his, his feet are a little bit too wide. So again, if he were to play a little bit more over the top of him, uh, not over the top, but get a shuffle in, instead of kind of just angling off like he was inside, he would have been in a better position right here um, to shuffle to the outside. But he still is able, again, I'm going to criticize a lot of stuff with corners and receivers, offensive linemen. Like those are the three things I enjoy the most for, I, I think at least. Um, gets two hands on, widens with him, gets two hands on again, and pushes him out of bounds. Uh, after he pushes him out of bounds, turns, speed turn, find the ball, and see if it's coming up to you, which it is. Now you got to make this interception 10 times out of 10. And hands are too wide, hits him in the face, but it leads to a pick for his for his teammates. So obviously you need to catch this. Like that's that's quite embarrassing, but um, that that happens. So, but again, minus him angling off a little bit and getting a little bit too wide in his base. Good job getting hands on. You can see the physicality. You can see the strength. Um, he's within that that five yard window where you're allowed that contact. He takes advantage of it and throws a guy freaking out of bounds. Do it. You know, that's what, this is, this is what you want in cover two. You want to throw guys out of bounds. Um, so good job. I, I really like the, the, like I said, the, the reroute, the hands-on. And then as soon as he's pushing him outside, he knows he's going, he's going out of bounds. And he knows that he's not going to be in position to catch this ball or break back or anything like that. He speed turns, finds that ball, and there should have been a pick. And I'm sure he would make that at least nine out of ten times. That was un unfortunately that one time he did not. So it is what it is. Ten. Man, uh, man on tight end bottom, Moncrief touchdown. Yeah, Moncrief is the guy who's trying, who tried out for the Jets. I don't know if they're going to sign him, but apparently he has no hands. That's why he's cut from the Panthers, cut from the Steelers. But uh, 2018, he had like seven, 600, six, 700 yards. So, Okay, so he's on the – okay, so he's right here. I was looking at Moncrief. He's right here, man on the tight end. Um, he's playing with a little bit outside leverage. You, you have this like wide nine right here. So he doesn't want to play too close and get his feet tripped up with him or anything like that. So he's playing with outside leverage. I'm okay with that. Tight end stems towards him. Pretty patient with his, with his hips lunges towards him. So you have more of an, you have more of an aggressive presser here, which I like, I want to see him be more aggressive because he has that physicality lunges towards him, gets hands on, stays over the top, hands on, hands on, hands on, and, and matches that stem. So, again, I, I, this is more to show flexibility and his strength right here against a tight end to, to press him like he does and get hands on and stay over the top. So good, so good job with that press right there on that tight end. Again, there's plenty of plays with corners and, and safeties that are good plays by them that you're not going to see them because typically if it is a good play by them, they're not going to get targeted. So it's a lot of plays like this that you're not going to see on highlight tapes and stuff like that because it's not a tackle or interception or a pass effect or whatever, but there's plenty of good plays that happen um, like that that you're not going to see. Most of them. I would say most of them are plays like that. Um, press cover two bottom. He's right here. Uh, looks like he, you're going to have like straight man pretty much uh, where he's going to press the point, and then these guys are going to play first in, first out. That's at least what it looks like. Uh, 
Oh, they run this mesh. Jags run a lot of mesh, a lot of mesh. So, okay, this, this could have been just straight cover three. Well, no, it was cover two. Okay, yes, yeah, so this is cover two. It wasn't man. So I, I, I lied at first. He's playing like the, in this like hook zone. He's the curl to flat. He's the hook. Uh, he's the hook, hook to curl. He's the hook. I mean, he's a curl to flat, deep two guys. Um, so Wilson is matching his number two threat, which he's supposed to. Now, the, the thing with this is I would like to see his hands a little bit more ready for this contact. You see the receiver gets into his chest, but he's able to stay square. It doesn't, it doesn't affect him too, too much. Let's him pass by because now he's the one threat. Now he matches the two. And now matches the three. So it happens really quickly, but this is the, this is the two. Who becomes the one, passes it off, matches now the, the – so, like, if you, if you think about it, like I said, this is, this is the three, this is the two, this is the one. He's responsible for the two right now. He gets hands on the two. The, hand, the two gets hands on him. Now these both of these guys break inside. Now this is 32 responsibility. So he's going to pass that off, which is you're supposed to do in, in, in match principles. Passes that off, matches the two or, or gets on the two, stays with him. And gets a reroute, so I like that. You see, he's, he gets hands on, sees this guy coming underneath in this mesh concept. Now jumps on him because he's um, now his most immediate threat with passing the one off to this guy. He should be matching him deep. He passed the other guy going vertical um, to his inside guy. So now this is going to be his responsibility because that's the only thing he has left to play. So he passed everything off properly, jumps down on it, um, doesn't go there. So quick processing right there and then underneath his own. I, I, li I like this play from him. Really, really, really. That, that, this is, doesn't look big, but this is a really nice play. Really, really nice. Three guys he covered on that play. Not obviously, you know, passed them off and stuff like that, but that was that was a good one for sure. I really like that. Cover two interception uh, where bottom. Okay. This is just a base cover two, uh, or it's, it's actually Tampa two. So outside leverage, obviously. Curl the flat. That's what you want to be playing. Widens with the with the number one, and they're just running like this, like short hawk concept, the vertical, and then you're gonna have the out, which would be cut short uh, versus like a cover two type play. If this was like three, they would probably he'd probably run this a little bit farther upfield and, and cut it, but it's it's dependent um, on the um, on the defense. At least that's typically what it is. They obviously could have called it short from the jump, but I'm not in their playbook, so. Is that Derrick Henry at the bottom? This might be Derrick Henry. It might be. So he widens out with the number one, gets hands on. I like the transition, left hand to right hand right here. You're going to see it. Left hand, right hand, stays square, reads the quarterback, sees the two threat, again, because you have to read one to two. If the two's, if the two's going to cut out, you have to jump that and let it go to the – and then pass the one off to the, to the deep guy. So he's aware, gets his hips back to the quarterback, sees the quarterback loading up the throw to his guy, gets underneath of it, Boom pick. Again, I like him in cover two type roles. We've we've seen a couple of plays now of why I, I do and again cover two press man. If he just teach him to get his hands on a little bit more and be a little more consistent with his feet and his leverage and his hands. Um and man on tight ends. That's what I think he's gonna be used mostly. I don't think I don't think you're seeing a lot of like cover four, cover three type stuff for the Jets, but um I can see why they traded the pick for him. He had some decent depth. Again, the Jets are, are weak at corner, but their depth's a lot better than last year. So transition in the hands, 
hip square, reads the quarterback, sees the, the, the him loading up to throw it to his guy, um, undercuts it, interception. Good play. 13, again, we're more than halfway done. Again, I told you these are relatively short. Um, physical, he's on the bottom right here. Again, nothing, nothing huge, but they run a uh, just a quick smoke screen to number seventeen. He maintains his outside leverage, forcing him back inside. Gets both hands on, jolts the receiver back, continues to maintain outside leverage because again, if you're going to get beat anywhere as a corner on the outside, get beat inside. So he needs to be um, that contained player, that force player on the outside. Gets hands on, widens with the with the corner. I mean, with the receiver. Receiver tries to stiff arm him. He gets under his pads and just tosses him to the sideline. So I really like he's an aggressive Greg Williams, physical, physical um, hitting type guy. So I, I think that's the roles. I, again, I discussed the roles they're going to use him. Some people are asking me questions about that. So that's the way I think he should be used personally. Just some guys like Pierre Desir, who's a little bit more versatile. There's a guy like uh, Hall who might be a little better, better in, in off three um then two you know there's there's only minimal differences between like uh, guys traits that make me feel they're more comfortable in different defenses because they're all good athletes but it's the little stuff that matters so there it's gonna be interesting to see how they play these guys because you have some guys like wilson and and mcdougald who are good in man and press and stuff like that but then you also have guys who aren't necessarily good in, in man and, and better in zone and and Greg williams runs more zone but i think you're gonna see more man from the jets this year than you did last year just a little bit more not not a ton more but a little bit more Again, physical stack outside lays a good shot on this on this uh, the poor receiver right there. So I, I like the physicality of him at, at the minimum. So they have an aggressive defense. Uh, top off coverage jumpy. Okay, so he's right here, uh, ten yards off. So it looks like you have a, you have a cover, one, cover one, like, or funnel one where they're going to – or actually, let me say something. Yeah, it looks like these the, – one of these guys is man. One of these underneath linebackers is, is a man on the running back, and they just eventually pass off. Like, he would be a man on him. And then he'd be man on the running back, but because the running back stays in the block, they're just gonna pass this guy off. At least that's what it seems like. You have uh, Wilson to the top, who's in man coverage on whoever this is. I don't know if it's like a late game situation because they're they're clearly playing it pretty soft. Um, I like the initial backpedal right here from from uh, Wilson. He's over his toes. His feet might he he might be a little bit high in that, but you could see that he angles his hips off to 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 run deep, five yards off, and the receiver cuts inside of him on the dig and is obviously wide open. He's not hit, but I would to see more patience from him. Like, you know, if, if he isn't a stem you outside, again, I talk about it all the time, weave, like, which is basically just, just moving laterally and, and getting deep. But while you're keeping your hips square, so it's more, instead of back pedal, you're more, you're more, uh, sidestepping. It's just, a, it's just adding an angle to your, to your, uh, 
to your back pedal. So I like to see him weave right here. If he's in a semi outside, weave, continue to gain to, to, to gain depth. So it's not like, okay, you have to decide to open right now because you're gonna weave. And if he is gonna break outside of you, now you have the physical barrier of your body. So you could you could uh you don't have to open as early because you're gonna stay over top of him, leverage him. So I think he's a little bit too jumpy with his feet right here. As you can see, he turns. The feet start crossing. The guy breaks inside of him, and he's wide open and beats him pretty badly, but the uh, the ball does not go his way. So you're going to see, again, just watch the feet right here. He's a little bit impatient um, and opens up too soon right there. So I, I want to see a weave to maintain that leverage, not not open up to run deep like that. That's my criticism. 15. Bottom cover two widens too much. Okay. So, again – he is this is the one threat the 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 one becomes a two as the motion comes right here so he's gonna widen out a little bit with that with the the new number one now again i think he's i think he's a little bit too in uh, hoppy with his feet again where he hops outside again just just maintain outside leverage but just shuffle outside there's there's no reason to hop outside because if anything you want to get re, you want to reroute so you know i'm okay with him playing off right here because these guys are tighter so you want to guard against you know switch releases and things like that but i don't want to see him turn his hips right here and just open up and just give him the inside so i want to see better technique of his feet right here if he does stem towards you run your feet you know even even get into a slight back pedal more more of a like a creep backwards but don't just open your hips up give him the inside is easy what should be a completion but merit but uh whoever seven is sucks because this should be a completion i could hit this i i think i think 70% of my listeners should be able to hit this throw. And you know, I'm going to have a Kyle Smith listen. No, I don't know. But it, listen, it's a 10-yard throw. <laughs> you know, pretty wide open. So uh, with a pretty pretty big window. Um, but again, just needs to be a little more patient right there and understand that situation a little bit better. Bad angle from bottom. All right, so usually he's typically pretty good in the run game. Um, they just they hit the, the running back on the screen right here. Um, my thing with him is coming from the back side right here. You see how the angle's screwed up? Do you, do you, like, obviously, the, the running back is going to be breaking to the outside and vertical. So if anything, higher angle. When you're coming from the back side like this, you don't want to try to like, make this huge play because obviously a guy like who I think this is Kenyon Drake, who, who has – is it Drake? I don't know if it is Drake. Thir was 32 Drake? I think he was. But if anything, take a higher angle. You know, like I, I get trying to lay the big shot, but this is so far away from you. By the time you catch up, just wall of physics, if he's getting upfield right here, you have to take a high angle to cut him off. He gets inside. Wilson takes too, too low of an angle. And then look how he has to change his angle. From flat to straight vertical, where, again, in football, you're taught to pursue from high. Pursue from high. Um, and keep that same angle. Now, if he was on a, like this angle and he got beat, okay. He took, but he took a good, he took a relatively good angle. He's got outran. But when you're going to take a bad angle like this, uh, too aggressive at a, of an angle, um, he could have potentially saved a, a touchdown right there if he if he took a better angle. As you can see, so not a good angle right there. As I said four times, seventeen out of twenty-four. Uh, near interception, cover three. Okay, bottom right here. So, he's matching anything vertical. 
right here in this cover three. The one cuts inside, so now the one's on his responsibility. Now he has he has to he has to um, be aware of the of this guy, who's going to break out. So that's going to be the curl to flat. So you have the curl to flat, the the hook seam, the hook seam, the curl to flat. So the one cuts in, not his responsibility. This guy cuts short and out. That's the curl flat. Now anything vertical um, past that, because this is already matched, is going to be his responsibility. This guy's cutting out from from the number three inside. So he's going to get depth. He reads the quarterback is throwing it and matches. The only thing I would like to see is, I would like to see is, you see how his eyes are on the quarterback, or I don't know if his eyes are on the quarterback, wherever they are right here. Um, but they are inside. They're not looking back at the, at the number three, um, who becomes the number one on that out. I would like to see his eyes a little bit more active because I, I think he tracks the ball right here. He doesn't necessarily track the receiver, but he does maintain, uh, he, he does continue to get depth, which is good. So he continues to get depth, runs underneath of it, and almost gets the pick, but his, his other defender actually prohibits him. So he actually, like I said, does a good job tracking the ball. Again, maybe a little bit, he could be a little bit more aware of, of the number three. Um, he let the ball take him there, but not the receiver, like I said. Um, goes to catch this ball. And it looks like – so there's two things. You, you, you clearly see that the finger of um, 29, which is Hooker, I believe, right? Hooker changes the ball's trajectory right there. Right there. You see that? Just that little bit of a trajectory change. But it's on his fingertips. Now maybe Wilson can bring it in. And he also – so he does a couple things, Hooker. He tries to play the ball too, which I get. You're supposed to play the ball right here because you don't know if Wilson's got his hand on it. Changes the ball trajectory, smacks him in the face. And then he pulls his arm down <laughs> from getting the interception. He still almost got it, but he didn't because Hooker, Hooker broke it up from him, um, which is pretty funny. Uh, he didn't do it on purpose. That's just how it, how it kind of played out. Um, 18 bottom man rep. Okay, this is on Moncrief. So he has – it's a false step, but it's a little bit less of a false step. This is almost more like a kick step. Shoulders over toes. He's pretty unbalanced. Hips are square, hips are square, hips are square. Um, Moncrief runs up on him, tries to give him a little crossover, a, a, a little short stride to stab to the outside, break it inside. Um, but he doesn't overreact. You see patient hips, patient hips. He angles off a little bit to the outside, but he's able to break back inside. Again, relatively like fluid hips. Like he's a, he's a decent mover. He, his feet look a little bit clunky sometimes because of like technique, not necessarily because of limited athletic ability in my opinion. So you can see right there like that quick hip shift. One two, one two. I like I like that hip shift. Gets hands on with the stem, breaks as he's breaking and completely matches that route. So good job. All right, man. Rep bottom, bottom right here. Man on might be Moncrief again. Again, pretty patient right there. I'm going to move this square, square. Now with this, instead of, instead of, I think his feet are a little bit hoppy here. You see his feet are like, they're a little bit clunky right there and he opens up. Now, again, if he were to plant hard inside, get inside, like if this is an Amari Cooper who likes to do those diamond releases, like three steps outside inside, like he could probably get beat inside here. Um, but again, it's little criticisms. It's nothing huge right here. So if anything, I would like to see him a little bit less hoppy, get a shuffle in instead of opening up. So little stuff, but does widen, gets the offhand jam on. The receiver um, runs his double move like the stutter and go. 
he doesn't overreact to it because again, play play deep to short. Um, if he beats you short for five, six, seven yards, is what it is. Rally, make the tackle, live the fight another down. Um, so he doesn't overreact to it, and he's not completely sold by it. Because like this delay, my my problem with this route is. Give him the one-two and run. Don't don't delay at this point because you're not gonna you're not gonna run a stutter slant. Like I guess you could, but um, he doesn't really sell it too well. But but uh, Wilson does a good job, um, staying over top of it. You see how he he slows down with it, but then he says he sees him start to deep again, stays over the top and squeezes him to the sideline. So I I like that he's starting from bottom of the numbers, uh, relatively square, relatively patient. Uh, so some minor things he could fix offhand. Um, doesn't fall for the for the stutter. Continues to widen and and gets him to the outside and squeezes him. So, pretty solid. Five plays left. Beat cover three, not outside enough. Okay, so again, cover three. You want to maintain your outside leverage unless you're like. Well, he is kind of locked right here, but still. So he he um. I'd say ideally you still want to play outside um, leverage on cover three because, you know, let's just say they were running like a, like a Mills concept right here and he was going to run a, he, and he was going to run a, a short in, then he can continue to get depth and read the Mills concept, whatever it may be, crease concept from the other side. So you want to open your hips and zone to be aware of other things. Um, my thing with him here is he gets into into the shuffle, which me and Marcus both don't like. Um, but the issue comes here is, it's not necessarily opening the shuffle because that's fine for cover three. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. Once he starts to stemming to the outside and, and, it, and it's, and it's slight, he's, he's not taking a hard path to the outside, but he is slightly stemming to the outside. You cannot let him attack this blind spot. So if he's going to start from near the bottom of numbers and just slowly get outside of you, you have to slowly get outside as well because you don't want um, him to attack the blind spot, which he attacks the blind spot. He's not sure where he is right now. He has no idea right now. So he lets him attack the blind spot by not widening. Runs the, uh, the the comeback and it catches it on him because Wilson has no idea the ball is he doesn't know the receiver's breaking until the ball is being thrown, which is too late. So if he were to stay outside and he and he had his peripheral vision on him, he would see you see how his shoulders are down, down, down. You see his shoulders come up right there. That should tip you off. So he should start to gear down a little bit. Breaks back to the ball, but he doesn't see that because he doesn't he doesn't widen. Twenty one man rep. Obviously, right here. Again, so I would like to see him get hands-on um, earlier in this rep, but I like I like his uh, little bit of it. So you have a you have, you have like a it is kind of it's like a false kick step. It's like right in the middle of him. His weight going on his heels not too too much, which I'm okay with. Um, so the thing I'm going to criticize, so you guys are probably going to know by now is well one he hops back i don't i don't like the hop and if you are going to press press like I, again you could you could it's hands feet eyes so you could throw your hands first and aggressive press and then match with your feet um or you could match them with your feet and then get hands on and soft press so i'm okay with either press here but you don't want to press and knock it hands on so he hops back he stays square he opens up with the guy which like this isn't again this isn't bad it's just the slight things that, that make you good or, or, or good corners where at this point, false step. And if he's going to stem the outside a little bit right here, which he, he is, his hips are telling him, his hips are saying outside. 
shuffle hands-on and then he's going to widen your perimeter and press him out of bounds um stabs inside a little crossover not that great of a move um opens up with him gets his hands on the receiver pushes like this like again if corners can't push off or do whatever this should not be allowed you could you could see you could see the clear extension right here which uh throws wilson back a little bit wilson again Good job playing uh, catch up, though. I, I like how his eyes aren't going back to the ball. There's there's guys whose eyes are going back to the ball right here, and again, somebody's like, "Oh, probably," or someone to the other ref. People are like, "Oh, I, I hate when people go, people don't get their eyes back." You can't get your eyes back here. You can't. You just it's absolutely false. So, plays through the receiver's hands. The ball is uh is not where the receiver expects it, which is who is 17 on the team? Oh, it's Hearns. Okay, Alan Hearns. Who was it? The Dolphins this year. I think he opted out. So good job right there. Um, overall, I would say it's a good job. Again, some minor things you could fix. 22. Man rep bottom. Similar to a couple last plays we've seen. Again, a little bit too far off for my liking in no man's land. Uh, I would say it's a false step. You can see the false step. Again. You see his, his weight really going to his heels right here. That, you don't want that. If you're playing in press. So a little bit of a false step, but does stay square. Receiver stems him, gets inside. Wilson matches, gets hands on, continues to, to stack him and work his, and get, again, get physical in his stem. Like I said, is one of his strengths. Again, and now hands on, he feels him breaking. So he's going to break with him. His hand obviously helps slingshot himself inside. You see the right hand on the hip and completely matches him. And 13's Gallup, right? I think. So, again, little criticism at the, at, the, at the jump, but good job staying square, open up inside, getting hands on, using your hand to slingshot yourself back inside with him, and completely, he completely matches him. Squeeze offhand jam. Right here. Verse 85, looks like a tight end. Again, you could play him on tight ends. It, it, he, he really he, he can do it, for sure. So he gets like half of a shuffle in, um, opens up a little bit too, a little early again, playing, playing a press out, getting necessarily, uh, and, and he does get hands on. So it is more of a soft press. So he, he does get hands on. It's just after he opens up a little bit. Ideally, you want to see it after a shuffle and you're a little more square. Um, but it is an offhand jam, so it's okay. Gets his left hand onto the shoulder, left hand onto the shoulder, wipes it again. Left hand's going to try to go back onto the shoulder. He deflects it with the hand away, plays through the ball now because he has the uh who is 85 brown i don't know who that is it might have been a tight end so again stay square he stems him outside he he really widens out this this uh this tight end offhand jam hand fighting hand fighting hand fighting now that he's now that like ideally when he's looking back to the ball, he's a little bit more over the top. Like he's a little, he's, he's, he's even right here. You ideally want to be a little bit angled off to the top, but he gets his hands on. Now when Wilson looks back to the ball, he most likely does not find it. Like he goes high and tries to look for it, but he does not find it. So now it goes into, Oh shit mode. I can't see the ball. Um, where is it? And he tries to play through the hands and then Brown, obviously he, he grabs, he's, he's, he runs him out of bounds, which is a good thing. Um, so this is not a PI and Wilson in the slightest. It's more on the receiver. But um, good job hand fighting. Good job widening him. You can see how how, how look look how much he widens. 
square, hands-on, hands-on. You see how much he's widened here just with the hands? Widen, widen. He continues to widen. Looks back for the ball. Oh, shit, I can't find it. Goes to play through the hands, and he's already out of bounds right here, so it doesn't really matter. So good job. Good, good squeeze to the sideline. He choked that right off. Nice job. Last play. Wilson, cover three. Penalty soft. <laughs> okay, so I'm guessing it's a soft penalty. Gallup again. Okay, so starts off cover three. He's maintaining his outside leverage. He goes like to shuffle. Again, maybe play a little bit further outside. So, so if he does cut outside, you, you afford yourself a little bit more room to, to break outside. That's the only, I, think, I think it's a little bit too far over the top. And I want to see more smoothness in his feet. So he's, he's, they're a little, little bit hopping. You see his hands like widen and they're kind of – they're not tight. The tighter your hands are, the tighter breaks you're going to make, the tighter cuts you're going to make. So I don't want to see the hands flopping around here and him be a little bit too um, – his, his helmet popping up and, and hoppy with his feet. So I want to see a little bit more consistency with that. Uh, goes to run deep with Gallup. Tries to get hands on. Gallup uses like a push by, transitions into the, into the right hand to try to uh, break outside of him, and I think Wilson like overall like he could fix some things, but good job um, dropping his weight into his break and getting his hips around again for a guy who's six two. Um, he makes pretty tight breaks. Now, the receiver trips like on himself. Like, I don't I don't think it's really Wilson interfering with him. If anything, he's trying to you know, the Gallup is trying to push him by right here. Wilson's not really doing anything to make the receiver off balance, but because the, the refs see the, that, that contact at the break point, even though they're not sure who it's from, they're going to give the benefit to the offense. Gallup trips, he matches it, gets hands on. And because he's so tight, he plays the ball and he undercuts it. That's a really good, like, again, there's some things to fix a little bit with the feet right here. Um, but I really like from this point on gets hands on breaks Main and you see his hand onto the hip, hand to the hip, hand onto the hip. He doesn't even really slingshot. He just makes a really good break with him. But Gallup trips, so he's able to stay completely with him. And because he has that contact, because he's so close, now he can play the ball. Now, if Gallup had, you know, a yard or two right here, and he was playing through the ball like this, I would not like it. But because he has contact, now he can play through the ball because you could feel, you could feel him flatten out. You can feel him take a high angle. You can feel him break, whatever it may be. Um, so good job playing the ball. He sees the ball's trajectory, knows he can undercut it. Almost gets the pick, but it's a pass interference, which is bullshit. That's that's a bullshit. That's bullshit. So there's two, three penalties in this game that were or this uh, review that were bullshit on Wilson. So that is it um, for that show. Again, pretty quick with these with these bottom of the roster guys. Inevitably, I'm going to finish Gore, and then they're going to sign Dante Moncrief. I'm going to do another review, but we only have two reviews left for players. And again, um, like I said, the next show, which I'm recording right after this. Um, is going to be uh, 19 plays of Chris Hogan, the Jets' uh, newest wide receiver. Um, Friday, or not Friday, uh, September the 2nd, which is a Wednesday? I don't, know what the, I don't know what day that is. That is a, yeah, Wednesday. So not this upcoming Wednesday, the next Wednesday, the, the 2nd, 6 p.m., YouTube, go to Jets X Factor on YouTube, subscribe there, and then you'll get a notification. At least turn your notifications on or just mark it in your phone. Like I said, if you're doing nothing, it would really mean a lot. Um, 6 p.m., show up. Again, if you don't want to call in, you're nervous or you just don't really like us enough to call in, 
type, hey, what do you think about this guy's fit in Greg Williams' defense? Hey, what do you think is the best concept for this guy? Like, I'm fine with answering those questions on the fly. Uh, I like that stuff. Um, so you could do that or just to watch and interact with other people. Oh, I think Joe is too hard on this guy, whatever. Um, and if you want to call in, 818-794-7004. If we get a good response, I'm, I'm going to try to do it more often than I do. Where I do like uh, like probably two or three times a year where it's like a mailbag, another mailbag. But I, I haven't done a call-in show in forever. So uh, I would really, really enjoy that. So make sure you mark your calendar for that. And I will see you guys. Uh, I'm recording in a little two minutes, but the show will probably come out whenever it does. But have a good one. Stay safe. Thank you.